Welcome. Hi. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Hi, Candace. How this are is, you? I'm so good. I'm really excited for this new endeavor we're heading out on. I know. And it's funny because neither of us really know what the endeavor is or where we're heading. But yeah, where did this even come from originally? I feel like this seed was planted at least a year and a half ago of just us coming back together and how we came back into each other's life at the same time. I reached out to you as you were reaching out to me after like three years of not really talking or communicating and just seeing each other on Instagram and social media. And it was for the challenge. And I was like, oh my God, Candace, come be a part of this. And you were like, oh my God, I was thinking about you. That's a good place to start back to the future is kind of where you said it's like, how do we know each other? I guess if this is going to be like an introduction, like God, we try to be concise. We really, really do. And we're going to try. This is really going to be like a mission of mine, I promise you. But hi, I'm Candace, in case you don't know me. Um, And this lovely person that I'm looking at over Zoom is Nicole. Hi, I'm Nicole. (laughs) And we um, are two ladies that are just friends and hanging out. And we've been circling around each other's orbits for quite a while. So originally we met as we were both au pairs in Paris, or actually jurisdiction, I was in Maison Lafitte. We were both in Maison Lafitte. Yeah, we were both in Maison Lafitte. Yes, Um, so a little bit outside of Paris, to be honest, but right there, right there on the metro, don't get it twisted. (laughs) So that's where we originally met, Mm -hmm. and then we, but we only were really kind of friends there for the last, like, two months I was there, and then you extended on. Exactly. And so like we barely knew each other, got along great, and then just went our separate ways for a few years. And then just came. And then after you were traveling and I was traveling and I was back in Austin after that, and then just moved to Denmark. And then you had been to the Netherlands after that and then had just moved back to Boston, were you? Or Yeah, I came back to Boston and then was there for a little while we then we finally saw each other again in Berlin when we went to that event when we went to my what was my first like coaching event one could say transformative That's event right, because you didn't even you hadn't done the coaching program no. like me in most situations I said oh, okay let me test it out for two weeks and then jump all the way the fuck in So I was like, I did the challenge pretty much. And then it was in Berlin. I was like, well, it's a hop skip away from me. I mean, look at me. We're right there, Germany. Hi. So I was like, I might as well. And so then, yeah. And that's really where we reconnected. And then even more so the following year. And then we just really just couldn't get away from each other. And this whole contract was like signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours, girl. So I guess we should let them know now that... Candace is the queen of pop culture references, mostly movies, and they all go over my head. I would say 90% of them go over my head. And I'm, you got, I have the eclectic, it's, it, I'm not even can name every quote or do any crazy movie thing, but the ones I do know, I know, and the references I do know, I know from like watching slash just like be having an older sister slash just like always being interested in that stuff. 
And so I'll throw some stuff out where I'm like, Nicole is not even going to feel this ball go over her head, but I still need to say it out just for my soul to like make the point. So hopefully if anything, there will just be like one other person that gets the references I'm saying. So I can feel a little bit more just validated in that, just in the random knowledge I have. I definitely will have a few viewers that will appreciate it. I know. I hope so. I think so. I like to think so. But yeah, so we've just been essentially, and I think what honestly brought us together was that first transformative life coaching event. And it was the first for me, I would say. And you were with um, the Little Volcano Group, which is where we met. Um, You were with them already coaching? Yes, I had done their entire coaching program, or it was just about finishing it when we met back up in Magma. That was the name of the event. And yeah, that was my first in-person transformation event as well. Cause like the coaching stuff is all online. So we, that's where we really bonded. And all that to say that we have this rooted vocabulary and understanding because we went through this similar life coaching school and program. And I bowed out at, at one point, which is still so funny. I can't wait to get to that part of that episode. Right. But it is all so beautiful and so divinely planned. So that's where a lot of our connections started. And these chats would start because we were in these groups, just both going through our own levels of growth and really taking our personal growth. And I would say our spiritual growth to another level. And that's really the root of the foundation for this thing that we're not really sure is anything right now, except for us having these same honest, challenging, but bonding conversations about how to best take care of ourselves and like foster our highest selves purpose on this earth and all the good stuff, you know? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I do, I, what pops into my head too is our witch and ambition hours on Instagram. I think that's really, that's really what got us into. Look at how concise I got that. I skipped over that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the little nugget of realizing what we do when we're with each other, how we just like riff off of each other and the flow that comes through and the teachings that come through that we don't even realize are coming through. And we're just like, oh, wow, that's what happened. So yeah, I feel like that kind of propelled us into this where we were like, let's do, let's be more intentional about this. Like, let's, let's get on a podcast and talk and see what comes out. And it's always a good time when we're together. So (laughs) it truly is. And it's always a informative and healing time when we're together because you're so right it's half of the stuff and so witch and ambition our witch and ambition hours instagram lives and we were pulling cards and so that's also when i was in my i want to say phase because it sounds like a teenage phase but it was like i go through these gross in incredible researched phases of my life and i started to just let that be a part of my story and not you know beat myself up about it and love that part of myself that's like i love diving into something for a few months or years at a time and then being like that's awesome I'm gonna move to the next thing and yeah that's a whole other story but I think a lot of us sometimes have that bit of wanting to dive in and just try stuff for the fun of trying things and not having to make like a career out of it or not trying to make it be the only thing we do or the thing that we do forever just like let's just let's just let ourselves evolve a bit so that's been my medicine for myself but Anyway, we were doing these bitchin' and bitchin' hours and we were doing tarot cards, which I loved, but a lot of the time 
Nicole, you're completely right. Someone would pull a card and this message would just be coming through us where I was like, that's absolutely for me. Or that's absolutely for Nicole. And I'm like, oh, this is so fun to provide this service for other people and help people get clarity, but also at the exact same time, help myself get clarity and leave the calls feeling connected and spirited and understood too. Yeah. And I think just like feeling understood. I think that that's like unknowingly was one of the reasons I really was being pushed to want to do a podcast with you is because when we talk it out together, we talk about this all the time. We're both writers. We both are like working on projects where a lot of writing is involved, but there's this different magic that comes from when you have a conversation with people and you don't have to curate what you're saying and you just like let these things come out of you. You understand yourself better and you feel understood by others. And so that's something which I'm going to talk about in this episode today is feeling understood is a huge thing for me. Yeah, unknowingly, that's a huge thing that is motivating me to do this podcast. So I love that. It's going to be fun. And this is just a fun, truly new part of my life that I'm stepping in with the exuberant naivety and full like awareness of my ignorance of what I am even stepping into. But I know it's going to be really big and like stretching in a good way. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay blissful in each moment. Let's have some fun. Let's start it off. So yeah, that's essentially who we are. <laughs> honestly, that's the most concise we could have done. Yeah, honestly. That's the point. But that's, yeah. that's who we are. And that's also kind of why we started. You got that all together. We're so productive. And just to really open up the, I feel like if I could just like build on that for my specific purpose, I'm just really excited again to have conversations with you but really take the ownership of understanding that we are not alone. And the more I have conversations and I've, you know, been through my own relationship with social media. So I've gone off certain platforms, but then when I'm getting on these platforms where it's more one-on-one connective, like conversations with friends, I just feel like there's so many of us that are just feeling so deeply about things and it feels so nice to connect with that person one-to-one I absolutely love it but there is another aspect of I know I've been obsessed with listening to podcasts right now and just feeling like you are there with a smaller group a more intimate group of people that you can really just observe and listen to and relate to or even disagree with gracefully and have your own ideas and inspirations come from those conversations. I think that's, I would love to be part of that because that's what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I have such cool conversations to myself about podcasts. Like I'm actually there. I also should preface this by saying I'm crazy, but it's, we all are, you know, but that's, that was a big inspiration for me that I guess really just came through in the second that I realized. But yeah, there's going to be so much of us just being like, oh, and another thing. Oh, and another thing. Like, guys, we did the thing where we made a podcast during quarantine. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. I'll wear that badge. I'll put it on my back. I'll rep it. <laughs> what will we bring to this? Uh, you know what? Authenticity as much as I can, girl. That's what I can promise Honestly. you. As much as I can. That's what I'm promising myself. And that's what I can promise you. And... But I promise I will also be open with conversations that are sparked here in this area and things out of, you know, the highest good of everybody 
involved in concern. So like, yeah, let's bring on some conversation. Let's go over some topics. Let's talk about some ish. <laughs> I know. So today, today we wanted to talk about what's all on our minds, quarantine, and specifically, what was what was the little phrase you oh, came up with? We're going to review our top two for each of us, our top two corn teaching that did come to me, corn teachings. I'm sure a lot of other people have thought about it, but it came to me yesterday. It really made me giggle. So that's what we're just going to start this with because it's truly the elephant in the room. But also for myself, I can say, and I think for Nicole as well, but for myself, I know, for those of you, I referenced it, but I'm currently living in Denmark in Oahu, which is super fun. I'm originally American, if you couldn't understand. Californian raised by my Valley girls and all the likes that you're going to have to remove from this podcast. But so yeah, so quarantine has been really interesting for me because it's been very different than what most of my friends and family back in the States have experienced. Me being in a whole different country with whole different roles and all these different things and not being able to travel home. And so it's been a, it's been a whole thing. So I've had a whole different experience of quarantine and I've been really trying to focus on all of the good I could soak out of the situation because it was of course so easy and it's so dense everything out there um but with that I definitely pulled away I did my like contraction cave Candace type of gig as one would say but with it came such supreme levels of healing that was really easeful really difficult but I mean I'm just excited to go through it and if I could try to sum all of it down into two things I think I got the closest to. So yeah, I'm excited to go through it. I love that. I know I was trying to go over mine and I was saying this to you earlier, but I feel like I, I've been a person who, I wouldn't even say integrate, integrates fast, but I go through lessons and teachings very quickly to the point where I'm a week later, I don't remember who I was on Monday. And Mm -hmm. so it was really interesting being like, okay, what have you learned? What I've gone through so much in this quarantine And I'm here, I just moved to Ojai, California, which is amazing. And it's been a dream being able to quarantine here. So it's definitely knowing like a year ago, I was living at home in my mom's house. And if I was quarantining in there, like, mom, I love you so much. But I just, no, no. (laughs) So yeah, I feel like it's been, I'm excited to talk about what we've learned. And I'm excited to hear about what you've learned and for it to spark things in me too okay so my first one which is a huge topic duality now this was duality is like if I can start with one thing my first porn teaching is duality hit us with the hard one and so I girl so this is one of now we've been quarantining for now how officially what like three months I think almost we started in March about we started a little bit earlier than the state so yeah and I might be back to work you know in a week so it's already kind of moving a little bit quicker here but anyway this was this was a lesson that came a little bit dropped in later and of course I received just the most divine resources at the perfect time of when I'm needing them the most and I don't realize it always at the time but that's when I'm needing them whether it be a YouTube video I just come across that someone's speaking exactly how I'm feeling or a podcast or even seeing a sign on the street that was like someone's name I've been meaning to text and just some, like I, I do really work in signs now that I've been more open to seeing them and feeling them and just noticing, being more perceptive in this quarantine. But 
where I realized a new level of perceptivity, one could say, that I'm stretching myself to is noticing how I still deal, think, operate in duality, meaning my biggest duality, meaning good versus bad. Mm. And it's so funny because literally this morning as I was meditating, I just like woke up and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like just sit for a little bit, close my eyes, like meditate towards the sun. And outside someone was playing Michael Jackson, black or white. <laughs> okay. Or black and white. Black is fine. But yeah, um, black or white. Okay. Anyway, I just need to make sure my reference is correct. They were playing it. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh my God, I, I feel like I'm see, seeing such a gray. I'm seeing such a gray lately where... I don't know if my Sagittarius temperance just kicked up, but I'm like, ooh, I've just been really pressed to get serious about what I qualify, what I personally can just qualify as good and bad. And mm. how, when I'm able to look at more things as levels of gray with specific contrast and different tones and movements that are all fine and all, and all perfect to be felt and experienced, I've realized that's been a huge root or like a huge block. I didn't say block because I feel like that's almost overused. I feel like at least in our space, but a huge just hole that was poked in a lot of beliefs. I thought were ironclad and I was like released of so much heaviness and depth. And so one example of what I can say is <laughs> it's hilarious. So I was in a really, this last week particular, and I know this is a really strong energy for a lot of people. Nicole, actually, pause. Um, I'm talking about, this is between like May, like the last, second to last week of May, essentially, whenever this actual thing will come out. We're talking about the second to last week of May. Weren't there like six planets in retrograde at that point? Yeah, it's, there still are. <laughs> There's four planets retrograde currently, and also north node and south node yeah so nicole is resident astrologer by the way guys so that's why i'm asking yeah the energy has been intense i was having a super intense week and heaviness and a lot of a lot of anger i realized a lot of anger that was coming up and i finally actually had the space to express it and i was so lucky to have a partner and to have myself and be like Candace, it's weird that even though you're saying it's weird that you're feeling so angry, just let yourself feel angry. Just I had at least that awareness where I was like, Candace, you feel angry and that's okay. Like, I think just because we're all being extra careful of ourselves right now, I was able to just hold myself with it. And I had a really stressful day where I had to go to the hospital and get a COVID test. And I was around this whole like campus of a hospital and no one knew where to send me. And I was sick and I was heightened. I was anxious. I was literally crying. I was thinking about how much I missed home and everything came crashing down. I'm literally like sad face crying in a bus and they were going, who am I? And it was just one of those moments. But I remember getting home and y'all, I went full Beyonce lemonade. The power came over me and I looked in the corner and I remembered that we have like this lead seal. I don't know, gray, that heavy bat <laughs> and I just looked at it and I said you and me bat and I put a bunch of pillows and blankets on my bed and I smashed that mother I almost tore my like 
shoulder out. I just smashed it and got so angry. I was like, where's my, I wish I had a rage room, like one of those rage rooms. Yes. And I just let myself get super angry. I also crushed like a pair of, one of my three glasses, pairs of like sunglasses I have here. That was how mad I was, you guys. Crushed them, like, in, like Incredible Hulk or something. I don't know what I was doing, but I was so angry. But I just let myself do it. Yes. Cut to the next two days, it just, all I kept hearing was duality, duality, like these messages, good, bad, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And just continuously talking about the range of the emotions. If we just look at emotions, just look at the duality that we have built up around emotions, happiness, fear, um, gratitude, exuberance jealousy, guilt, shame. Now those are all sensations too, and I would say beliefs as well, some of those, but just if you go to happy or sad, let's play it down like happy, sad, lonely, but simple ones. Of course, of course the science, and we're gonna be the ones to say, yes, there's frequencies, there's higher frequencies, there's higher vibrations and you know, high vibes, yes, all of that for words. And like, that's what I geek out about is the frequency of words as a writer, I love that. but. What I'm talking about is how we treat ourselves when we are experiencing those emotions. Mm -hmm. So it's not saying, oh, I'm sad. That's bad. It's saying I'm sad and that's not bad that I am sad right now. I can still love myself and, and find a peace in the fact that I'm not feeling well right now. Because you know what? At least I'm recognizing that I'm not feeling well and I'm recognizing I'd like to feel better. And that is the first glimpse of getting yourself out of these holes that we can get ourselves in. And I'm saying this from a place I haven't suffered from that type of anxiety and depression full on since I was a teen going through some of the most times of my life. So it was scary. Like as an adult um, in her later, later, later 20s, that was scary, but, I, but I've understood that because of this duality, and this is where it comes back to duality, is because I was able to take away how I felt about how I was expressing emotions, because I was able to trace back that there was a lot of times in my life I did not let myself feel angry. Yes. And this goes back to being a kid and like personal family roles. This goes back to me being high, if you are listening, an African-American woman, and not wanting to be that angry black woman stereotype. Like it goes to a range of reasons why I know I have held back, just letting myself be okay with expressing anger. Even if it was letting myself rage out on my pillows and blankets the other day, that was a beautiful, I look at it now and I'm like, that's the most contained beautiful, graceful way to be so angry. I was in my own room and I was like, <laughs> and just listening to Beach House, like on like just, just get me through this. And so, so that is my quarantine teaching. Quarantine taught me that in order to get through this space, this situation that we're in, and most of my life going forward, I really have to empower myself or I really want to empower myself to look at things as beautiful shades of gray, beautiful, temperate, diverse, dynamic facets of gray and of mixtures of everything. And, and at the bottom line, just letting yourself feel what you're feeling and at least 
you can always, no matter what you're feeling, you can always at least settle on the fact that you and your soul and your heart is with you, wherever you are, that you're with yourself, that you're holding yourself. And I think a lot of us, especially I, I, I think this is being farther from home. It's like, I, there's so many moments, but yeah, like this is the holding yourself part that really comes at it when you don't want to. The times that you're like, I'm acting like a crazy Beyonce fan right now, but Queen B has a fucking point. So here we are. Hold up. They don't love you like I love you is what she said to me. So I said, Candace, you're right. They don't love you like I love you. And so all that, to say, that's my thesis on Beyonce Lemonade. Thank you. <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> that was my number one teaching. Number one core teaching was still Beyonce Lemonade. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I think that volunteers. So that was my uh, number one core teaching duality. That was beautiful. And first of all, before I even get into mine, I love that we're talking about duality because it's Gemini season and that Gemini season is all about the acceptance of duality. And, um, and well, I guess we should also mention that. So you mentioned you were a Sagittarius sun. I'm a Pisces oh, yeah. sun. Like this is going to come up a million times. We're going to do a whole. We're going to reference it. And Nicole, that could absolutely yeah. be an episode that we talk about that because it's, it's not everything, but it's really, I'm not going to lie. It's fun. I like just having that vocabulary. Exactly. That's how I always explain astrology is that it's just a language to describe yourself, your characteristics, your personality. It's not end all be all. It's not fact. It's not an excuse. Everyone's like, don't blame Mercury retrograde. Don't blame Mercury retrograde for your problems. That's not there. That's not self-compassion. That's not divine love. Okay. So this is coming from someone who's like, I don't know who's retrograde, but Mercury girl, you in danger girl, because there's a lot happening right now. But that's the funny thing too, is that I don't even know how Mercury became so popular, like mainstream. Everyone now knows Mercury retrograde. How did she like, do it? I feel like it's almost like very a shady masculine energy. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, so duality and facing your emotions. And I think you might have thought that I was going to talk about another one, but I think that this mm, okay. really, I was basically going through the same thing, not so much with anger, but with sadness and despair and uncertainty. So for me, my patterns throughout life were always to hide whatever feelings I was feeling and kind of put on a solid face to keep everything smooth sailing and didn't even like it was it never felt like a thing that was hard for me or toxic to me until I got older and started to do all this work and I was like I don't even let myself feel these really heavy emotions and I think my biggest core in teaching is the same thing like that duality being okay with the fact that you feel like there's no answers you feel like you don't know what's coming next you have no idea what's gonna happen but I think that was the thing for me was that I've always struggled with what you're saying like judging myself for feeling these really deep in my gut just a vast void of nothingness and I feel like I've gotten comfortable with not even comfortable but just realizing how healing it is to sit in your bed and ugly cry to the point where I oh. wasn't making noises and my mouth was just like, <laughs> like that Sometimes like, I look at myself in the mirror too, just to like really observe how sad I am or on Marco Polo, shout out to Marco Polo. But like, this is my cancer moon taught me this again in, the, in my womanhood. Like it's so relieving just to let it out and get it 
mm-hmm. out there. That's where I can, yes. I think that's what's rooted in my holding myself is like, girl, it's going to feel so good. Like as Shrek would say, better out than in. <laughs> he always says. He always says it. I'm not going to promise exactly. it's going to be the first or the last time I'm going to mention Shrek. I hope Shrek comes up in every episode, honestly. He's going to be our man. Oh, onions are like layers. I've refer- I've ta- thought about onions as layers every day this week because of like actual personal growth reasons. And I'm like, what the fucking Shrek got it? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like that that has been a huge thing for me because I've always been a fan of feeling your negative emotions. Candace and I both in the self transformation, empowerment, self-help, whatever you want to call it. In this area of work, when you don't feel your emotions, they're sitting within you and they're actually manifesting themselves in different ways. And so I've always, mm-hmm. I've always known how powerful and empowering and important it is to acknowledge those negative feelings. But I feel like it's been another layer and another level of feeling my emotions this time where I'm like, being okay that I'm feeling so down like the entire time having Mm -hmm. I guess this awareness of feeling that despair and feeling that grief and that fear and expressing it through however I needed to express it and in the back of my mind being like it's not going to be like this forever and you are making progress I feel like the corn teachings have been kind of like a experiment on all of the ideas I already knew and like it's mm-hmm. dropped into a different layer and it's like no seriously you need to ugly cry and you need yes. to that like that isn't good or bad it's what is needed to happen here I feel like that was definitely the overall lesson of the last few weeks for me was this all this stuff I thought I had already healed that I was so motherfucking annoyed had come back and I remember for two days I was like I've dealt with this I've dealt with this what I've dealt with this and it was just all this barrage of stuff and then it was like one day all of the stuff was like but have you dealt with this level sweetie layers onions have lay and I was like oh my god it really does not stop it really does not stop mm-hmm. but when it does drop in, it truly feels like I woke up. No lie. I was like, the sun's brighter. I was just like, the day's brighter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm at least on the other side of this. I can appreciate the lesson. And it's not that type of magic. I do a lot of self-care, especially now my schedule is allowed it. I think for a lot of us, hopefully, you know, if you have the time, your schedule is allowed it. But for me, I've, I've been so blessed and so grateful of like the extra time just to be with myself. And I, and so much has come up that I had to honestly forgive myself in the past for, for holding out on myself for so long and busying myself with other stuff that seemed imperative and seemed absolutely mandatory when I could have actually just shown up for myself more and done and made more of this space for myself. So I think if anything, I, I played myself because I came back around wanted to be mad at everybody else. So I was like, actually, I just need to forgive myself for not doing this sooner and having a global pandemic be the thing. I, for all of us, and I'm saying this full hump, like for a lot yeah. of us, let's be real. This, it took a global pandemic for us to slow the shit down. Yeah, it really and did. Again, not good, not bad, but like looking at it in shades of gray of what this pandemic has been, I like to look at the hue and the vibrancy of 
this has been a really tough obstacle course that damn it i'm crawling to the finish line right of right now and i'm crawling out scarred and a little bit sore but i'm a new fucking person so there's that at least like and it might take some time to heal of course but i can at least say i went through it i know what it's like i made it through on the other side and i allowed myself to transform and come out of it a different person and not just beaten and bruised and in the same shoes at the end of the race, you know? Yes. And I was sitting here thinking, what are the stories that we normally have about feeling negative emotions? I feel like so many of us, I'll talk for myself, feeling like if I feel a negative emotion, I am afraid of how powerful my negative emotions are going to be. So I'm a strong believer in manifestation. I'm a master manifester. So manifestation Mm -hmm. means that what you put out there is what you're going to get back. So negative emotions for a while, the story in my head was that if I feel negative emotions and if I give into them, then I'm only going to create more of them. But that is not actually how that works. So like, no, it is not. We, that, we, that was the new level of understanding I had to yeah. step into because it was like law of attraction was my last resource that you kind of passed on to me the last time I was in such a contraction space. And you guys, when I say contraction space, I mean like, it can be all levels, but the space I literally think of like, this is where I'm in my shell now. And like, this is what I do. And I don't come out. No, I, I got to just, whoop, 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 whoop. I just got to like, put myself like a little baby back in the incubator a little bit. Like that's a contraction space where you just feel like your shoulders are hunched over. You just are a little bit lethargic and you're like, I just have to process and integrate some stuff. Yeah. And then, but I always love to think of like contraction and expansion as like an accordion. So when you're contracting, you're contracting, you're building up energy to expand to something bigger and newer and a different tone. And, and so it's a beautiful point of the process. But when I was, now I lost my point because I was thinking about accordion and then I thought about Weird Al and then I literally just like, literally just thought about how I want to watch I Love the 80s and 90s later today. I, gone, gone, you guys. I'm going to be honest. Where is it? Where was the point? She left. She's gone. No, but what you're saying, I think maybe you were trying to say this, but just thinking that the only good time was the expansion period. Like you should have more expansion periods rather than contractions, but we forget how they're equally as important. We need to contract in order to expand and we need to, we need to expand in order to contract. So like in the realm of what we're talking about, we, we need to feel negative emotions just as much as we need to feel positive emotions and Like I was saying at the beginning too, when we don't feel those negative emotions, we are in the realm of law of attraction. And we'll probably do an episode on that too. Law of attraction works without you even consciously knowing it's working. So if you have these built up negative emotions, that's what's working without you really wanting it to be working. And I feel like that's really what I've learned is feeling these negative emotions, giving into them and facing them and embracing them and allowing yourself to express them is the whole other thing too. How much stigma there is around being angry. And like you were saying, being a black woman and like feeling anger, there's so much stigma. And then like in a whole nother realm of just like being a woman, like if you're angry, there's like this mm-hmm. whole thing. And like, there's just stigma upon stigma upon stigma of how negative emotions make you look and they're like oh if you are upset if you're angry if you're sad you get almost like diagnosed by everyone whether it's like right. an actual diagnosis or not but it, as a society as a global community I feel like there's so there's so many 
things put out there for us to not feel negative emotions and how scary they are and how bad they are and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I really feel like we're kind of peeling back that layer of like, no, go get angry, go get the bad and hit your pillow. Like go Go lemonade on them. Onions have layers. If there's two things you need to know from today is go lemonade on them and onions have layers. So those are the two corn teachings, actually. Those are my two, I guess, funneled down. In the abridged episode, that's it. Um, I remember what my point was, but also we have to do, we have to do like a Candace's unfinished point segment. That's obviously going to be me going off on a tangent and then getting distracted by my own pop culture. But I was, yes, also talking about law of attraction and how I used to get in my head a lot about beating myself up because I was feeling negative. That's where it starts. So I was like, you're fucking up your vibration. You're fucking up your vibration. Candace, stop fucking up your vibration. And of course, I always think about myself, the fun, I feel like the best and most, I don't know, good trick that I really like to think about is like, think about myself as like my inner child. And like, think about me at like five years old and how I would talk to that girl because she's still in there. So would I say you're fucking up your vibration to my five-year-old self? I mean, honestly, maybe, but probably not. Maybe, but probably not. So I would say, you know what, actually, it's okay. It's really okay to be sad. I'll protect you. You've done so much work. You've been thinking so positively this whole time. Let it carry you through. Let you feel this. This is going to help you. Again, contraction fosters expansion. So like to stay in this contraction, soak it up, be really, really happy. Just as, oh, just be so cuddly about it. And then like expand and you'll have more bandwidth after that. So you'll get more air kind of. So Yeah, all that to say that was the finishing of my point. Yeah, I feel like we had basically the same point. And so I'm interested. What was your next one? Because I felt like I think it's also my next point too. Yeah, is that weird? So mine was you mentioned it. So mine was and I've talked to again, a lot of my friends and family around this now is feeling forced to live moment to moment moment and I will say I began it started as feeling forced to I'm going to honor that that it felt like that and then when I changed my narrative changed my story which is a big theme of what I'm going with right now um, I'm sure we'll talk about it later but like changing my stories around things and I was saying okay well I can be really upset and I can be really I can worry I can spend my time worrying about the money I can spend my time worrying about my friends and family. I can spend my time doing like worrying about what I want to do after this and how and who I can contact and what I, and like, I can spend my time and it is worrying, but I can spend my time on that. Or I can spend my time actually in the present fucking moment Mm -hmm. where I am, who I am with, what I am doing at the moment, because I was realizing that there was a huge disparity between what I was thinking about past and future. Oh, I fucked up this and this is why I'm here right now versus I'm going to fuck this up in the future because I messed that up in the past. Like literally that ping ponging over the present moment. It was like, well, actually when I sit here in this spot right now, I am looking around at this beautiful living room that I've had time to like take care of and clean every day. Oh my God, what is dust in Denmark? Jesus. Anyway, 
I've like propagated all the plants are propagated here. I've gone from like, all like just brought life into an, into my apartment, which is something I've actually had a mission to do, which is to build more roots where I am now in Denmark after being here almost three years now and like really allowing myself to settle. And so I'm like, you know what, Candace, your reality in this moment is that you're protected. You feel really safe. You're with a partner that is really loving and supporting you. You are getting paid while you're not working this whole time because you're in that type of system that allows that. And no, you don't have to feel guilty about that. You can feel really grateful about that. And you can look outside and realize that you're really lucky to not see a lot of people with masks. So you don't feel too constricted when you're walking around the park and you feel really safe. And I was like, oh, in this moment, I actually feel pretty great. Mm -hmm. If I looked and if I took everything out that wasn't that moment, I felt really and continue to feel really great. Yes. And I noticed the pattern of denser thoughts, again, not bad, but denser thoughts that were like, oh my gosh, the past and look at what I did in the past. And can I ever forgive myself for doing that in the past? And now I'm here and like, that's because I'm here and blah, blah, blah. Or what am I going to do after this? How do I do this? How do I reach out to people? Do I want to get back on social media? No. Do I want to do like, mm-hmm. in this moment, I'm actually chilling. I'm feeling really good. I'm playing a lot of the Sims. Hey, sweeties. Hey, Simsers. Um, that's my call. That's my call out to the Simsers. You guys are welcome in this space. But anyway, I love it. No, but so that was my that was my second quarantine teaching was living, and now it's less from feeling forced to. And now, once I sat in it enough, I was like, dude, no, I want to. I'm calling on all of my like my gods, whatever you call on your spirit guides, your higher self your God, my God, his God, whoever, like call on the highest part of you that you can tap into and just be like, you know what? If you could just guide me while I sit moment to moment, because when I do that, when I notice I do that also, this is like the the kind of actual tangible results from doing that I've noticed. Hey, things drop in for me that I could not have actually planned. Or that it just makes it so much easier, even if it's not. And I don't mean like manifestation of like, oh my God, then a dream job just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, I was wondering about, I was wondering about reaching out about this project I hadn't heard from, but you know what? I'm not going to stress about it. Like I, there's no worries. I'm fine. There's no rush. And then literally 30 minutes later, they'll message me and I'm like, oh, cool. It yes. can be as little as that when I'm like, I'm just being more patient because I'm enjoying the moment I'm in. I'm not worrying about stuff that things are just dropping in. And then I can choose my reaction to those things as they come to me. And I'm always in a more aligned in tune space because I'm calm. I'm in the moment. And then I can judge in the moment. And I think this was the next step of trusting myself hmm. to be in the moment because you know what, as a control freak, a recovering control freak, we could say, it's harder to trust. You want to plan everything. You want to think that you can plan everything out and then you'll be in control and like nothing will come up, but everything always comes up at some point. There's never a perfectly hatched plan because you can always think of how to improve it for the next time and the next time. But the more vulnerable thing to do, but also the higher calling, I would say, is to trust that you can handle whatever will come your way with the tool belt of schools that tools school belt of tools also the school belt of tools but the tool belt of skills and tools all of them your tool bag and your school bag take it all i'm not, I'm not judging here 
take take your backpack, take the Jumanji backpack that Kevin Hart has. If it's everything in it, take that. Did you get that reference, Nicole? I did. Take that. Jumanji one and two. Take that. No, but I'm just saying that's where you you have to build the confidence that you can meet whatever comes to you when it comes to you. And Mm. you don't need that much prior planning. Of course, you have your experience. You can look ahead. You can say, okay, I'm going to make this appointment tomorrow. Of course. It's just, it's just, do you need to go over every single thing on your checklist? Or can you trust that you've done it 30 times that you can just, you know, show up a little bit before and and get yourself small? Like, you know, it's little Mm -hmm. things of just trusting yourself a little bit more because I realized the not wanting to live moment to moment was really just a distrust in myself that I could, that I could handle things without planning them so yes absolutely it leads into my next topic a little bit and just in the fact that my take on that is because I'm right there with you of like this moment to moment and trusting in it because it was it came up in me through all the uncertainty I feel like uncertainty was such a huge theme this entire quarantine for me and getting used to and comfortable and confident in uncertainty and I found that like the more I just leaned into the uncertainty and allowed it to be uncertain and stopped trying to figure it all out in the moment and just was like all right right now I feel sad I'm alone I don't know what's coming next I don't know anything right now and just being like okay but are you okay are you breathing are you alive do you have are you in a space that you feel Mm -hmm. safe like all of these things and just bringing myself back to that and so that was a huge thing for me too. And that what that led to, which was a bigger lesson for me was being okay with being alone. And mm-hmm. for me, when I was a kid and people would be like, what's your biggest fear? I would think about it and I would be like, the fear of being alone and forgotten about and no one else mm. understanding me and feeling like I was alone in this world. Even if I was in a group of people, I always felt like I was like, the weird one. I was the one who marched to the drum of her own beat. And it was always like, people saw me that way too. So I kind of was like, am I alone? And is the rest of the world not alone? Like, am I being singled out here? And so that was always this big fear. And through quarantine and going through these really heavy emotions and knowing everybody is going through their own stuff, I couldn't really lean on my support system in the same way. Because I was like, we're all going through the same stuff. I can't and I could, but I don't want to bring all of my own stuff up to somebody else just because that's what I'm used to doing. I feel like I built this muscle of knowing that being alone and going through what I'm going through and trusting that I can handle what I'm going through can help me bring value to myself. Of Okay, but you're alone, but you're not alone because we're all going through this. And that's another thing too. It's not, it's not singled out to me, but knowing kind of just like being okay with like, okay, but if I am if I'm alone and if people don't understand me, as long as I understand me and as long as I know where I'm at and what I need and I'm fulfilling my own needs right here in the moment, then being alone is actually pretty empowering. I'm not trying to convince somebody else that I'm okay. And like, that was another thing in quarantine. Like we're not okay. None of us are okay right now. Like we're doing the best we can with what we have. And that's, that's good enough. And I don't have to constantly tell my family I'm okay out here and all these things. And I don't have to even go into what I'm dealing with. And it was, yeah, I feel like a huge teaching for me has just been really realizing how I can rely on myself and be empowered in being alone rather than feeling this gaping wound of loneliness, which I'm still digging into too. That feeling of loneliness comes up. Loneliness. What a perfect punk rock name. 
<laughs> you got to go back to 2000s and make a fucking emo band with that. Um, it do, it do feel like that though. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. I love that point. I think that's what coming to yourself is like there. It is empowering to be able to hold yourself and realize that you are home and you are all that you truly need in the moment. And it feels really uncomfortable to be tested to that point where you do realize that you're all you need in those moments. Mm -hmm. You don't realize it until you need to type of thing. So it, yeah, it can feel really stretchy and really vulnerable. But after, again, on the other side, you're like, wow, okay. Like I got my own back. That's cool. It's, It's kind of like, yeah, it's just like when someone is, of course, I reference like that. It's like if someone is like in college and it's like you're at a bar and like a guy bumps his I'm like going to like my experience. No, but it's like if someone, you know, someone spills a drink on you and you're like, oh, okay. And someone's like, hey, what the fuck? I fire a new drink or something. And you're like, it could be something more, you know, passionate than that. But I mean, that's pretty passionate for me. I'm like, because sometimes other people would get more beautifully defensive for me where I would be like, oh, no, it's fine. They're like, no, like, you're amazing not fine no like get another drink it's like when you're like damn okay girl you really got me you were ride or die like like when you promote your friends to quote unquote ride or die you could call to bring that term back did it ever go but anyway always when you become your own ride or die one could say (laughs) but when you're when you truly become your own like yes I've got me it feels like a whole other level of damn okay whoo Yes, I can. And, you know, this is all the whole loneliness thing is just it's such, again, a a concept that I'm enthusiastically experiencing, because at the same time, I'm like, I feel so lonely, but it's like, no, I'm living with someone (laughs) during this whole time. But sometimes I can feel lonelier, especially when I'm living with a partner who has a whole different view of this still and experience of where we are. This is his home. So it's, it can feel isolating. And so I think the biggest thing is just remembering that for the good of it, we're all in this together. So in that hashtag alone together, as they say, and you know, like we're all, we all, though we all feel alone, we're all obviously in this together. This is affecting everybody. Yes. In, in, in different diverse ways, but it's affecting everybody. So yeah. with that, this is the perfect time to practice radical self-love, radical self-compassion, radical self, you know, ride or die-ness. And through that, you're like, oh, when I got me, I'm way less worried about what, if he's got him or she's got her, or she's got him, or if they've got me, I'm like, I got me. So like, I'm actually cool. What's up with you guys? Like that, yeah. I think that's where, again, with the alone I, I'm off social media. And so that's been something I've been off social media now for like five months or something for most of it. Like I do like little check-ins, but it's, it's hard because I had to make my own relationship because I am living farther away from home. So of course I'm connecting and I'm still on it, but I, I definitely took a step back, but it's been interesting to, yeah, have my family be like, Hey, how are you? Like, are you okay? Like what's going on? And like, you know, in there, of course, completely understandable worried maybe contracted spaces and I can honor that and like hold them to it and also be like you know what I'm good I got me to be honest when I look around it's weird of course but like I'm actually okay I'm actually okay I'm actually I I actually got me so and the thing the beauty about that is that it's so it's so cool for me to be like no I got me like I feel good right now 
but also for them, I realized it's like my sister, my mom, my dad, they're like, oh, well, okay, well, Candace got her. So, right, wait, do like, I got now, like, right. they, like, I feel like because of that, I was like, no, you guys, I'm, I'm good. I'm good here. And they're like, okay, well, we don't have, to, like, my sister was honestly like, okay, at least I don't have to worry about you. At least, like, I know you're good. You're safe with us. You're like, you guys are good. She's like, with your perfect healthcare and all that, you guys are good. And I can focus on me and I'm like, perfect. That's also empowering because then you, you engage and empower others to really take the time yes. to let them know and let them feel that like, you've got yourself. Do they have themselves? And it, again, it's yes. a chain, a beautiful chain reaction, much like this conversation. Exactly. So the train in this chain reaction might've gone off a little few times. But okay. That's expected. <laughs> That's absolutely expected. You don't like random trains coming in and taking turns then we're not for you then we're not get off at an earlier stop but you'll never know what stop we're going at so yeah so honestly bonjour, as we say <laughs> the one the one fresh check bonjour means good luck but I I literally what I've learned I feel like I will learn different languages barely and I'm saying learn very aggressively when I learn different languages, I just take my favorite things from them and just pe speckle them like within my conversation. But yeah. like, I still, like, I definitely like know the Danish term for certain things, but I'm just like, no, bonjour. <laughs> so it just adds an air of something like, oh, girl, good luck. Like, it's a little bit of my shady good luck. I'm like, oh, bonjour. Bonjour. I love that. So I think that that was our core teaching. Yeah, that's, those are the big lessons I feel like that came through. I think that that was beautiful. I hope that all of you listening are going through your own quarantine teachings and being aware of yeah. them and giving yourself share them. Yeah, share them with us. Love that. That's definitely That'd something I know I, I didn't mention, but I'm like, I definitely want people in on these conversations. I want to hear that's like the thing that I'm like, oh, Instagram lives, like we have people commenting, we have people on with us live and we're getting feedback. And I'm like, oh, that's definitely something I'm going to miss. So yeah, we'll maybe, I mean, we'll see this. Maybe we'll, at one point, if it feels good, we can move to like YouTube lives or something like that, where oh. we can still have interaction. I mean, if people, because I mean, I feel like some topics definitely, I feel like most topics, of course, could be discussed with others, but I feel like some, I can definitely see the value of downloading it myself and kind of integrating it. And then like, okay, okay, take half the time. Guys, I understand. Half the time you can barely follow what I'm saying because I can barely follow what I'm saying. So sometimes it takes three listens. I'll, I have to listen to my own voice messages to make sure I don't have to send my friends like appendixes to the one I just sent them because I'll usually go, Nicole can absolutely attest to this. Yep. I'll go off on a tangent like, oh, I'm sorry. You asked me about the pickles I was using. So the pickles I was using, like insert actually the thing you asked me about. <laughs> So I, so I feel like I have to listen to that a lot. So I understand if not everybody's like, oh, live comment for what Candace is saying. Definitely. Because it would just be like, huh? What is she saying? Yeah, no. And I think, yeah. I guess like we're going to upload this to YouTube. So comments are super cool. Like anything that does come up for you that's there. Yeah. I guess like we'll, we'll get better at this as we go. But knowing, knowing where you can reach us, I'm on social media. My handle is I am underscore Neptune underscore. And how do you like to be contacted from people? Love, just love and healing sent through the ether is really what I'm operating in right now. No, but I, I honestly feel like I'm on Instagram at, at Candace 
Rosalie's R-O-S-E-L-Y-S-E. You'll find me from Nicole. She's fine. So like I'm there. So if you want to send like a comment or something, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. Also, you can just look at my, my website and you can send me a thing if you are curious about any, just wanting to talk to me or curious about stuff. So just CandiceRosalise.com. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It's been so fun. And just for being the first episode, I'm like, I, my spine is just like, oh my God, what is coming? Kundalini. Um, (laughs) No, I love this. I'm sweating in this sweater right now. So the name is appropriate. Of course, the sun just decided to come out too. No, but this is, this is so, so incredible. I'm so happy just to have had this point, honestly, just to sit down with you, Nicole, because it's always so much fun. And so expansive whenever we speak. But for all of those who are listening in every time and space, because time is flat circle at this point. Um, yep. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for listening. If you got yeah. congratulations. And oh, if you've gotten this far, our deepest love. Truly, truly. Like gold stars all around. I have to think of some type of golden <laughs> idol I can dedicate to the people that got through this whole thing first try. I will let me know actually do hit me up on instagram and be like i got through the whole album like, what okay something, something. i'll figure out something. Something, you'll get a prize <laughs> you'll get you'll get these kebab slippers that is for those who are listening on the podcast they're literally white like um what are these called white just slippers. i call them slides <laughs> okay slides. slides sliders not the burgers but like white slides all white <laughs> and just as red letters kebab across them it's there's yeah, no there's no more detail i can explain it by yeah so no. there that's what i'm dealing with and maybe we can get these out of our house but also i'm not gonna lie i wear them a lot yeah i'm like they're, i don't think you want to get rid of them <laughs> they're off because i'm like no get rid of them I'm like but don't but don't because i'm wearing them daily we'll think of a better price we'll think of a better price anywho but we'll close this off yeah um Thank you again, Nicole, for sitting down with me today. This is so fun. It was so fun. Thank you, Candace. And yeah, I'm excited to see what happens moving forward. What comes of this? It's gonna be this is gonna be good. Oh. We gonna have a good time. We gonna have a good one. Bye bye for now. Ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> that's is the that end. It? That's, that's the it. end. Bye, guys.